Latvia Weekly Interviews with Joe Horgan and Otto Tobuns. Latvian VCM, and welcome to a very exciting interview episode. Uh, I am Joe Horgan, who is one of the hosts of the Latvia Weekly podcast. And normally, for those of you who've listened before, you know that we talk through the news of the week and we uh, look at some of the most important things that have happened. Uh, but from time to time, what we like to do are some interview episodes with some people who are here in Latvia doing some interesting work. And we have interviewed some some very interesting people before. Uh, haven't gotten a chance to do one of those interview episodes in quite some time, uh, partially due to work constraints and also uh, family constraints. Uh, but I'm very, very, very excited to be able to uh, do that once again with somebody who you, for those of you who have heard me on the show before, talk about a lot because he is a longtime listener of the show and somebody who has kind of joined our team uh, recently uh, in a number of ways. And that is Mr. Keen Gwicken over in Dublin. So how are you today, Keen? I'm very well, Joe. Um, it's very sunny over here in Dublin at the moment. Um, presently, we're in the middle of a level five lockdown, so it's kind of you know, uh, everybody's trying their best, and yeah, so but everything is well. Besides, yeah, it's uh, well, I'm, I'm glad to, you you look. I I'm seeing him in person. For those of you watching on YouTube, um, you know, you you look healthy and and good and everything. Um, and uh, we uh, you know, it's funny actually. Uh, I've talked to Kian so many times before, <laughs> uh, through through Facebook and also um, you know through through some of the other social media uh, ways. This is actually the first time I've ever seen him in person, <laughs> or, or even <laughs> digitally. This is the first uh, conversation we've basically ever had. So so for those of you who are uh, have listened to the show before, this is kind of a historic moment in Latvia Weekly. Uh, so I'm very excited to talk to you. So uh, Kian, how about you tell people first of all how did an Irish guy from the west of Ireland, end up in Latvia in the first place? Actually, love brought me to Latvia. My partner is from Yelgava um, in Latvia. So that was the main reason why we kind of, we went over there, we stayed over there for a while, then we came back to Ireland. Um, she's from the Espazius area in Yelgava, so um, near Astruila. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so originally before I met Liana, um, I was over there watching an Irish soccer match, Ireland v. Latvia. I think it was uh, for the 1994 World Cup qualifier. Um, so a few of us went over, saw Ireland, came back. Um, and that was my first time in Latvia. And then since then, I've been over many times, love it over there. You know, it's a lovely country, lots of things to do. The people are lovely, very nice, very friendly, welcoming. Well, that's how I felt anyway. Um yeah, love it. And, and I, I miss it so much because of the lockdown. You know, I miss it that we normally we would go back around two times in the year, mm-hmm. um, January and then in the summertime. But we haven't been back now over a year, so it's kind of and we're wondering when will we get back again? You know, so fingers crossed. You know, down the road we might be able to get back soon. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tricky. I mean, you know, so many of our listeners are people who love to travel. I mean, you know, even Otto, uh, usually, I mean, you know, is flying back and forth to different conferences and everything. So, so it's difficult. I'm personally not somebody who who travels a whole lot, so I'm <laughs> I'm fine. But you know, I, I know a lot of people who are big travelers, and yeah, I, I my Irish relatives also are, are are constant travelers. Would would you is would you say that's part of uh, Ireland's 
I don't know, uh, culture that, that, that you guys are, are, are big, um, are, are big into traveling in general. And maybe that's one of the things that kind of brought you over here. Yeah, I would say so. We, we, we like to find out new things. We like to explore like and travel uh, from a young age, uh, from secondary school, university. Everybody wants to travel. They have J1s where you go to America. You can work over there as well. Um, but now more than other years, you're seeing a lot of people traveling within Europe. Um, and Eastern Europe as well, like a lot of them want to visit the Baltics and they like to take in all of them. You know, they like to go to Riga, have a look around Latvia, go to Lithuania, have a look around there and Estonia. And that's becoming more and more popular with the Irish uh, market, more so than other years, you know, where they would have gone to the States or they would have gone to long haul trips and all that kind of stuff. Now, more than years before, they're going Europe, uh, going to Europe and exploring there. Yeah, it's interesting to me because uh, I run into Australians all the time. I mean, you know, Chris, who was also uh, involved in the show and a big listener, and you know, uh, you know, uh, some a lot of other Americans I run into. Even here in Yelgava, we have uh, some other Americans living here. Uh, some British people. I have a few, uh, you know, British colleagues who are also living in Yelgava, and obviously a lot in Riga. Uh, but it's interesting. There, there's so few Irish. I remember uh, I was at the Irish Embassy a couple of years ago, and uh, they were telling me that there's something only like 15 or so uh, registered Irish citizens living in Latvia, uh, you know, which is interesting to me because, you know, again, uh, my, my dad's from Ireland, you know, and, and uh, the Irish are everywhere in the world. Um, you know, I, I, wonder, I wonder why that, why that might be. I mean, um, you know, do, do you think that Latvia has been traditionally a little bit off the map for Ireland? And, and uh, you mentioned that that's kind of changing a little bit now, um, but, but, but what, what would you chalk that up to? I don't think they knew much about the country. Um, now they know lots because a lot of travel agencies here are now promoting that part of the world more so than places we all know about or have visited many, many times. Um, uh, for a long time, not many people knew about Latvia, the Baltics. It wasn't heard of. You'd never heard of somebody going on their holidays or to Latvia. Mm -hmm. It was unheard of. Um, now you're hearing a lot more people... Um, loving their experiences of visiting Latvia um, loads of Irish uh, hens and stag weekends and they're the destinations where they're going and they love their time there um, I don't know um, hopefully it continues hopefully more and more people live, get to live over there and experience it like I've enjoyed my time living over there um, in Latvia I wouldn't change it for the world um, you mentioned there that there's only so many Irish people actually living in Latvia. Um, I think if they lived there, you can see the, for example, here, it's very expensive to live, you know, to rent, to buy, all that kind of stuff. Over in Latvia, it's not so much, uh, it's not that bad, you know. Mm -hmm. You have something set aside and you can keep uh, adding to it. So that, that there are huge benefits to living in Latvia. And I think a lot more Irish people uh, may choose uh, that road in the future because of uh, able to work remotely and all that kind of stuff. They might change uh, their decision-making on that uh, in the future. Mm -hmm. And speaking of, um, well, uh, working remotely, so I'm, uh, you have worked for the Baltic Times uh, previously. 
which is, uh, for those of you who are not aware of the Baltic Times, they are a uh, publication that uh, will, is in all three Baltic countries, from from uh, from my understanding, and and uh, they, okay. yeah, and um, they uh, do English news, kind of like we do, um, but but they actually, you know, are, are you know have in the past at least uh, been able to you know do original reporting, which is uh, something a little bit harder for uh, Otto and I to do, since you know we we have many other uh, responsibilities. Uh, but um, so how how did you uh, get involved with the Baltic Times originally? It was just something when we came over to Latvia. It was just something uh, I was looking pre before coming over to Latvia. Um, I was searching for English speaking jobs, like something that I could just fit into easily, uh, not too much training, all that kind of stuff. And then I just by chance came across a position they were looking for a freelance uh, reporter, and I just sent in my details and yeah the rest was history and um, did that for a little while and then when we returned to Ireland um, I was able to do uh, bits of freelancing bits and pieces for them while I was here so if I remember the Latvian president Ray Jonas visited Ireland I was reporting on that so and I was able to send my copy back uh, after the event you know so it was kind of easy to do and, and certain other things that you could do not been at the event or so you know you you'd be able to do it remotely mm-hmm. so it was very easy yeah and, and what what kind of stories uh were you mostly kind of focusing on back when you were uh freelancing for the for the times they varied you could be could be general news could be politics could be sport a wide variety of things so you might get a brief on to do something, uh, but primarily you were left to your own devices to come up with certain stories focused on Latvia. So yeah, yeah. So when I um, when Otto and I started the the podcast, you know, I, I'd been doing it kind of as a blog a little bit before that, and I'd already you know known a fair bit about. Latvian politics, which was, you know, the, fo- the focus of us uh, at the beginning and kind of still is the focus now. Um, but, you know, doing this show, I've gotten to know much more than I ever thought I ever would. Um, and it's been a very interesting way to kind of get to know about Latvia in general and, and uh, you know, current events, but also historical things as well. Uh, did you kind of have a similar experience when you were working for the Baltic Times of uh, just having this way to find out what's going on and, and uh, you know, what, what were some of the most kind of interesting things that you learned about Latvia uh, through writing some of those articles? Um, well, just uh, brainstorming with colleagues, like, over the phone, like, um, even when I was in the office when we were in Latvia, brainstorming, getting their ideas on certain events that have happened, you know, down through the years, um, okay, at the beginning, I wasn't so okay with everything that was happening in Latvia at the time. I think I got better as I went along. Um, yeah, it was just brainstorming uh, in contact with contacts that you had uh, for particular stories. Um, uh, the editor was very good. He kind of knew exactly, like, he was kind of a walking encyclopedia. Like, he kind of knew everything that was uh, happening in Latvia at the time, you know, so he was good to get ideas from. And yeah, so they were the kind of things that I used uh, to gel up myself on different stories that were happening in Latvia at the time. Mm-hmm. 
How how long did you actually live in Latvia, kind of continuously for? Because there there was some time that you were living here in uh, Yelgava, weren't you, with uh, uh, with Lena? Yeah, Yel- Yelgava. Yeah, um, for a year and a bit, mm-hmm. and then we kind of branched back, then headed back over to Ireland. Um, yeah, I think we were the pay wasn't great or something like that. That, that was one of the reasons, but uh, we decided to head back and. Um, yeah, but yeah, I know Leanna misses it immensely. Like, I know she's very happy here at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's happy in the position she's in. But I'm sure down the road that she wants to head back to Latvia and I'll follow suit as well, you know, like that wouldn't be a problem. But yeah, uh, good times, you know. Um, her fam- family were all close by as well. So that was a plus. Um, and walking distance to the city centre, you know, it was from Aspasius, like it was very close, not that far to get into the city, you know, um, compared to Dublin where you could be a half an hour away and have to go by bus and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, these are the things we miss at the moment, you know, not being able to visit family and all that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's difficult, but that is one of the reasons why so many people have gone specifically from Latvia to Ireland is uh, a lot of times for economic reasons, I, I guess, kind of as, uh, you know, uh, Lena and then I guess yourself did as well. But um, so I, I mentioned earlier that there's so few and I don't know what the numbers are now off the top of my head uh, for, for Irish registered living in um, living in Latvia. I know there's at least one. At least I'm here. I'm, I'm an Irish citizen. Um, but uh, so there are, on the other hand, uh, at least tens of thousands of uh, Latvians living in, in Ireland. And the most recent statistics I saw were back in, I think, 2016, there was around 20,000. Uh, and it's, I wouldn't be surprised if it's gone up since then. Um, so, and, you know, uh, Lena would be one of them, uh, you know, yeah. your, your, your partner. So uh, do you ever, especially living in Dublin, um, run into, you know, a, any other uh, uh, people from Latvia? And, um, you know, is there any kind of, kind of sense of community for, for, for Latvians living in Ireland that you've noticed? Um, there are a lot of Latvians in Ireland, uh, or D- Dublin especially. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's an area, it's probably North County Dublin. It's kind of, so it, the name of it is called, it's called Swords. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have, that's where the majority of Latvians are living uh, there. Um, they have an expats in Ireland page here as well. Uh, Latvians in Ireland uh, Facebook page and they're on everything you know um, Liana's on them as well um, you know they, they, uh, compared to other countries you know um, Ireland uh, has been seeing a lot of uh, people from other countries returning to their home country mm-hmm. um, and a lot of Latvians there are a lot of Latvians as I mentioned but they are seeing an increase in families from Latvia returning back to Latvia. Um, yeah, it's, it's just the way things are going at the moment. Maybe not at the present moment because of the pandemic, but they have been seeing a, a minor decrease in the number of Latvians actually living in Dublin. 
Yeah, we've actually, even at the school I teach at, you know, we've actually had uh, at least one family kind of come back from Ireland, you know, to to Latvia. And it seems like that is one of the priorities of uh, the government uh, is the this uh, repatriation sort of uh, from from other countries, which which has been uh, rocky. You know, there's uh, for, for people who are interested in you know hearing about this, there's actually a great uh, show on Latvia Ra- uh, Radio One. Uh, it's also a podcast you can listen to as well called uh, 20, uh, 21st Century Global Latvian. Uh, well. That's the English title, and and the whole thing's in Latvian. Uh, but but if you want to practice your Latvian skills, it's very interesting to listen to. Um, but uh, but yeah, it seems like you know I, I think people you know who do leave Latvia have this sense that they do want to eventually come back. You know, and and a lot a lot of the reason was for for economic reasons, uh, and and people do come back eventually. So and, and it would be nice to have uh, you and you and Lena back yeah. as well. I'd love to I'd love to see you in person. And, and uh, yeah, definitely. Well, we we were planning to be. Uh, back in Latvia in the summer, mm-hmm. but we, we don't know what's going on now in Ireland. We don't know when we will be able to board a plane, get back. Uh, we were actually planning, before COVID-19, we were actually planning to drive, uh, like get the ferry over to France and then drive from there on. But we don't, we don't know, would we be able to do that anyway, you know, with borders and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of a waiting game until we see what actually happens at the end of it. Yeah, no, it's, it's just it's very difficult, like you said right now, to make a, any kind of uh, concrete plans. Um, but, but you do have Latvia kind of in your plan for the future uh, in, in some way. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would go in a heartbeat. I would go live there tomorrow um, if, if I was able to get there tomorrow but um yeah i i love the country um you know yormala is a lovely place to visit um Cessis, that historical city absolutely beautiful and um aglona basilica like i think i was annoying uh Lena's brother-in-law for ages to bring me to aglona basilica but he relented in the end yeah. uh because i was annoying him so much but um uh just to bring me there you know um, but no, it's a lovely place to visit, and um, there are so many off the beaten track places that uh, Irish people would love. Mm-hmm. Like we have our um, kind of quaint little villages down the country, kind of similar like Latvia's. So I think a lot of Irish people would actually love. Uh, okay, they love visiting Riga, but it's outside Riga. Um, it's outside the main, the capital, the main city, uh, where you see the the riches of the country. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting because uh, I have certain friends who have uh, come here. You know, and uh, I, I think you know, kind of, kind of like you do, to a, a little bit of extent. Um, you know, who weren't planning on staying here for a long time, but ended up actually, uh, you know, they were here for you know maybe a couple of weeks or a month or so, and then ended up staying much longer than that. Uh, just because they were captivated by oh, specifically yeah. Riga, but but by the country in general, uh, and I mean I I'm one of those people. <laughs> I was here for a year long program, and it's been eight years now, and I and I have no plans of uh, you know uh, moving away. Um, what do you think that is? I, you know I I've never been able to explain it exactly what it is that just captivates, and it's not everybody, but it's certain people. Um, and I, I think I think you're you you know you might be one of them too because you you have it this idea of of Latvia in your head now and and that, that it's somewhere you want to get back to. I mean, is it just the beauty of it, or do you think it's it's something more? Well, f- from Lena's point of view, definitely it would be it's home. 
It's um, where she wants to be if she's not working. If she wasn't here, that's where she would love to be. Um, for me, okay, it's definitely visiting kind of the in-laws, you know, as well, uh, family there. But at the same time, it's kind of connecting with nature. It's kind of, um, you know, I can't really put a word on it or describe it. It's kind of, um, yeah. I can't describe it either, but, but it just, um, you know, you mentioned this feeling of home, you know, I just, I felt that when I first got here, you know, after the initial shock, like I just had this feeling of like, this is just, you know, the place for me. And, 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 it, and it's funny cause it, cause I, I know a lot of people like that, um, you know, and they leave and they, you know, just have it in their head that like, oh, I have to come back eventually, you know? And, and, um, so, uh, so, so it's interesting. And, and, uh, and I also just can't quite put my word in it, but, but I, um, so you, you mentioned, um, uh, a little bit earlier about oh yeah well it's a small country mm-hmm. and i think that's a, a positive that it's not um a huge country that you're not going to explore like take australia okay i'd love mm-hmm. to visit australia don't get me wrong but it's a, you're not going to visit every part all the parts of it latvia you could do a few trips and get it all seen you know mm-hmm. it, it's being small, compact, you're able to get around on a lot of things and explore um, and interact with the locals a little bit, um, try the lingo a little bit. Um, but every time I tried a little bit of Latvian, when they hear you're an English speaker, they're trying their English, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, so then you're kind of conversing in Latvian or uh, English um, and with Lena's family as well you're kind of interacting the english as well but no um being being a small country i think helps Mm -hmm. yeah i think i think that's part of it too um but uh but but it's also you know i I think for me specifically that the people i just got along with latvian people very well um you know and and it's it's interesting because some americans i talk to have a very difficult time with this uh, you know, especially from, you know, I'm from the Northeast, so we, we are uh, <laughs> characterized by everyone else in America as kind of, you know, also kind of a little bit reserved, a little bit colder, you know, maybe. Uh, but, you know, some people have a much easier time getting to know people in Latvia and connecting with people than others. Some people have a very, very difficult time and just are never able to do it. Um, it seems like you have done it. <laughs> you know, you, 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 you've, uh, you know, you've made connections with, with people in Latvia and, and you haven't, um, you know, been, uh, turned off by, you know, maybe the, the reservedness to the point of not wanting to, you know, try anymore. What, what would be your tips for people who might be having a difficult time, you know, making these connections with people, making these personal connections? Well, I think you have to talk to the people, you have to interact with them. You have to, try uh, speaking in their language a little bit like if you're making mistakes even better they can see you're trying you know you have to okay i wouldn't confess to be the best latvian speaker or whatever um but trying a little bit if they see you're having a go Mm -hmm. and they see you're not from around the place and you're you're trying your level best to construct a sentence or speak to them in their own language they'll open up immediately. Yeah. And it's happened to me on many occasions um, where if they see you're having a go, even in the shop, there's a little shop there in Aspasius, like local kind of little news agents, whatever. Um, and I go in, I, I, don't, I might not know that much, but I'm, I'm trying my best. You're, the woman behind the counter already has a smile on her face, mm-hmm. you know. 
So it is lighthearted. You're trying. You have to interact a little bit. You have to maybe learn a few phrases, a few words to get by. And like, like I, I found it to be uh, beneficial to do it that way. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think and the language thing also, um, you know, that that's something a lot of people struggle with, uh, you know, and, and um, you know, pe- people always ask me, you know, like, well, what's the, you know, magic way of learning Latvian? But but it isn't. I mean, you know, it, it just does take a lot of work. Um, and, uh, you know, and uh, but uh, how 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 have you done with um, with learning Latvian, by the way, because I, I know. Um, you know, uh, you, you've you've spent a little bit of time uh, learn, learning as well, and Russian as well. I, I know that you've uh, you've also been working on. So, so how how, yeah. how are you with uh, languages? Well, in school, I was good with languages. We at the time in school, we only had German and French and Spanish. They were the three languages who you, what you choose from. Uh, so I selected German, and um, then later in life, I kind of decided to focus on. Russian because mm-hmm. Liana's family are predominantly Russian speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liana has Latvian language as well. Um, I would have a bit of Latvian, like a little bit, to get by or understand what the what people are saying. Uh, to be in a conversation for a long time, not really. You yeah. know, I would understand bits and pieces. Um, Russian, I would be all right with. You know, I'd be comfortable maybe more comfortable with Russian than Latvian, but uh, because I'm hearing it a lot more, you know, even when Lena returns from work on Viber or something, she's speaking Russian back home, you know, to family back home. Mm-hmm. So I would be okay with that. Latvian, I'd be able to get by a little bit, but if someone kind of asked me a question I'm not prepared for, you know, it's kind of taking a dictionary out or Googling what did they ask me and trying to figure out a response, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 tricky though, but but you know, stick with it, and and uh, you know, it's just it's oh, no, just will. a matter yeah. of uh, you know how how badly you want to do it, and you know, if, so if you're planning on on uh, you know coming back or something, you know, it it does it really makes life a lot easier because yeah, you you mentioned, I mean, it is especially if you're going to be in you know Riga, but any of the cities, you know, you you can get by with English, um, but but it's uh, you know not not as fulfilling, of course, you know, like uh, w- without being able to talk to you know people in in their language, so. Um, well, uh, how, how, by the way, originally, did you find Latvia Weekly? I'm, I'm curious to know, cause, uh, I don't think we've ever talked about this before. How, how'd you run into Latvia Weekly? I actually was just, I put Latvia in, I think in, uh, uh, Google, mm-hmm. uh, Latvia news portal or something, podcast, whatever. And, and I just scrolled down and I just found it that way. It was just, uh, just a check on, uh, Google. And inadvertently came across it there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No. It's just. It's just. I'm curious because I've, I've actually never. Um, I don't think I've ever asked you before, and I, I don't know if you ever mentioned it. But, uh, but we're, we're very happy to have you. So you know, as I mentioned Thank earlier, uh, Kean has. Um, he he follows Latvian news very very closely still, uh, even though you know you're in uh, in Ireland now, but but you're still following news. Uh, he's been sending me stories that we actually talk about all the time uh, in the episode. He's been very very helpful, and now uh, you are a Facebook page moderator, so you are helping with Andrew do the stories of the day. Um, so, so thank you so much for that. That's uh, no a huge help for us. Glad to be a part of it. Yeah. 
definitely glad to be a part of it. And um, Lena always loves finding out the news from home. Mm. Um, she's definitely listening to news in Russian language, Latvian language, but she always likes to hear in English what's going on, uh, the cases. I think there were more cases in Latvia yesterday than there were here. We had around 600 and Latvia had 800. So and she was a bit shocked about that, you know, like yeah. uh, what was going on, you know. So, um, uh, yeah, so it, it's great to be on board as well. Well, it's great to have you. Yeah, uh, it's, it's not great that we had more cases than Ireland. I didn't know that. I uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised about it, but... Uh, oh, that's, well, I just spotted it yesterday evening. I was just, as they announced our uh, cases um, at around six o'clock in the evening. And I think Latvia, I heard Latvia's earlier in the day, it was out 800. Yeah. And we were 663 or something like that. And Latvia was 815 or eight, like, so, yeah. I, I won't go any further. No, <laughs> I'll stop no, no. that. It's okay. Yeah, no, it's fine. I mean, you know, like we <laughs> every week we always try to say in the podcast, you know, oh, it's getting a little bit better, but yeah, I don't know if it is. Uh, but but anyway, um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's great. You know that, that there are people who are interested in what's happening here. I mean, how how does it feel to I don't know know so much about this you know small country pretty far away i mean you know at least in terms of europe it's the other side of europe um you know 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 so much about this place and and have such a great sense of uh you know what's going on over there you know even though you're not there personally i mean do do you you kind of like visualize what it's like or you know like uh what's uh what's happening uh what's happening presently i mean um yeah oh well we would definitely be checking in and seeing what's happening on a daily Mm -hmm. basis uh, family are letting us know what's going on. Um, um, yeah, so we would always be uh, clued in to what's happening in Latvia, um, be it for good or for bad. Um, um, and definitely uh, lighter moments as well, things that are cropping up, like uh, we're very interested. I know uh, Lena's family are definitely interested about the Rail Baltica project. Mm. Uh are like her two nephews are looking forward to getting the train from Riga and coming to Warsaw, you know, and being able to travel somewhere to Berlin or wherever, you know. So they're really looking forward to that. Um, so, yeah, we'll be clued into a lot of news that are um, everything that's happening in Latvia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I um, unfortunately we don't have a whole lot of time left because I, uh, I I do have to um, uh, get back to doing some work. But I I want to finish with a question about Yelgova because this is a Yelgova show, and I, and I take a lot of pride, by the way, Kian, um, yeah. that, that that you are you are a fellow Yelgovniks. You know, you you lived here for uh, a year and a half, and 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 your connection is uh, specifically with Yelgova. Um, so, what would you suggest people? To do if they uh, if they came to Yelgova, what 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 are some of the things that um, that that you would suggest to somebody who is a uh, kind of a local? Okay, well, I think you have to immerse yourself in the history of uh, Yelgava. You have to visit the tower, the church tower. Uh, Yelgava Palace would be a must uh, just to explore. I think you can go in and look at the catacombs down underneath. Yeah, the Mitava Bridge, the new bridge there, the longest one in the Baltics. Um, and you have fantastic view there as well of the kind of skyline, you know, of the church tower mm-hmm. over overhead. Um, the views from the church tower as well, from the top floor in the church tower over the entire city. I think that is a place to visit. 
Yeah, the old part of Yelgava as well. I, the cobblestone streets there around are uh, always nice to walk along, and it's nice and quiet around there. And the wooden, uh, the wooden um, uh, old houses that are located around that part of of town. The uh, sightseeing or the uh, viewing platform there over the pasta, not pasta sala. Over yeah, the, uh, where the wild horses are, you yeah, know, over the La Lupe, yeah, yeah. I think that's a, yeah, yeah. I think that's a good spot to because mm. you have, have a fantastic view of Yelgava in the distance, the Driska and the La Lupe River there as well, mm. the wild horses on the right hand side. So, I think that's a, a lovely spot to visit. Yeah, I agree. It is a lovely spot to visit, and we and I hope to see you, Keen, here, and, and also, um, all of you who uh, might be listening or watching uh, this interview, we, we hope to have you in Yelgova once the situation is a lot better, when it's not, um, you know, more, more, more cases than, uh, you know, a country significantly bigger than us, uh, you know, daily. So, um, but uh, Kian, I would like to thank you so much for uh, talking with me today. And, and again, you know, it's just great to finally uh, hear your voice, actually, which I've never heard before, and, and also just uh, kind of see you at least virtually. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, greatly enjoyed it immensely. And uh, all of you can see Keen's excellent work. Him and Andrew are doing the Facebook stories of the day. Every single day you can like our Facebook page and not only uh, get updated with stuff that's happening in Latvia every single day, but also uh, know when episodes like this come out. So both our interview episodes and our normal weekly episodes where Otto and I talk through what's happened during the week. And um, you can, like uh, Kian and, and other people throughout the world, uh, get updated with what's happening here and, uh, and hopefully learn something new. So until then, thank you very much and Visa Labu Visium.